Hey guys, I'm Alondra and welcome to my podcast. If you're coming from the first one, then hello again. And if you're starting from episode two, no judgment. So today I want to go into dealing with anxiety, uh, getting motivated and wanting to change um, and how to get started. Of course, these are all things that I personally use for myself and things that I've realized just as life has gone on and I felt like sharing uh, with anyone and everyone who thinks that it might help them as well. So for me, I believe that your mind and body are not separated. Um, I'm someone who believes that the spirit can't just disconnect. The world around you can damage, weaken, and have strong impacts on your soul and not only do you stress about some of the things going on in life sometimes you can literally feel your heart break into of course I'm not a doctor so take everything I'm saying as a metaphor but not okay so let me explain the way I see it when you get nervous you have what everyone calls butterflies in your stomach. When you're angry, you feel your face get hot. And when you're sad, you cry and tears fall down your cheek. So that's what I mean when I say, you know, your mind and your body are intertwined. Because although you might be feeling one way, it's not that it all happens in your head. Your body reacts with you. So for me when I'm struggling with anxiety, it takes a toll on my body. It's like getting sucked into a tornado, uh, trying to breathe. And then it's also like being tied to a boulder at the same time. But thankfully, I don't literally suffer from the physicalities of what's happening all in my mental. But I know for a lot of us, it feels real. So how do we keep on keeping on? How do we face our unexplained fears, our doubts, and our worries? How do we remember to breathe when it's all starting to get to us? And surprisingly, there are a lot of techniques out there, as I kind of discussed in my first podcast. We live in a society that has become more open with the topic. So one of my most effective, personally, techniques to kind of work with myself when I'm feeling overwhelmed or when I'm feeling especially anxious is to think. I think really hard, kind of like a fighting fire with fire type of method. You know, I'm already overthinking and so in return, I'm going to think and focus with all my might. Uh, a memory I can recall, the, ta- the time and place. So anything that I can remember, the first thing that I can remember that takes me to a point where I can imagine how I felt. I can imagine how calm I was, or more like remember how calm I was, and I hold on to it. I hold on to that memory 
until my body catches up and starts to relax. And then I split my focus with my breathing, doing my best to slow it down so that my mind is eventually calm. And this might not work for everyone. It might not work all the time. But when it does, there's no better feeling than feeling you're in complete control. Because that's what it gets so scary, you know, when you're overwhelmed or when you're having like an anxiety attack or whatever the case is that's just got you so in your head. You feel like you aren't in control of yourself or of your body or your reactions and it kind of helps spiral the situation which can make it worse so what I found for myself was that when I get that way the best thing for me is try to regain control of how I'm feeling and kind of spread that control to every part of me so that way Eventually, I'm kind of centered and back to, I guess, more of a level way of thinking. So what are some of your ways of coming back to Earth when you're feeling completely out of it, when you're lost in space? I think that the more we share and uplift one another, the more we grow as a community, a society, and a better world the world can already be selfish it's like having the cure that can help so many people but selling it for a million dollars which people do but there's other reasons behind all that but regardless I think that positivity helps spread what people really need whether that be hope or strength, courage, or love. There's always enough to go around. So why not share? (laughs) Sometimes it's it's hard to feel uplifted. It's like we almost want to stay negative. Like once we start believing we can't, our entire being does its best to shut out anyone telling us that it's gonna be okay and that might not just be me but I feel like at the same time anyone can relate to that kind of like when you're already feeling down and the last thing you want to hear is someone telling you it's gonna be okay but why why is that why are we so stuck in our ways that we can't even let the slightest bit of encouragement uplift us. It's like we want to be stressed out. Not that we want to be stressed out, but like our body wants to follow whatever our mind is feeling. So it's being stubborn and it doesn't want to move out of the damn road. And our minds are calling for help and desperate for a fresh breath of air desperate for change wanting to change your mental state 
isn't an easy thing to do. So I understand that, especially from a personal level, but just also in a way that everyone kind of deals with change differently. The main thing is that it requires motivation and the will. But those two things, you have to muster up all of your energy to do. Which can be hard, and especially if you're already feeling drained. I'm a pretty big procrastinator. Thank you, college. Um, <laughs> but a lot of people I know are. And for whatever reason it is, laziness or just fear of getting started or not knowing how to get started or whatever the case is, procrastination is a pretty common thing. But why, of all the things, do we procrastinate on? We procrastinate on being a better version of ourselves. And it's the lack of motivation. It's the only way that I can really explain that. It's the only way around getting up without thinking and doing the first thing that'll make you feel happy or energetic is motivation. And sometimes we kind of have to force ourselves even when we don't have any. Going for a run, going outside, calling a friend, putting on your favorite song, do something that will make you move because our mind and our bodies are connected. And once you get one thing going, the rest will follow. Not stopping is the hardest part. Because starting over can be scary and can make you feel worse or it can make you feel like it isn't worth it. But it is worth it you're worth it and at the end of the day there's nothing wrong with starting over you can never be set back by your own progress there's nothing to measure it to but how far you've come the last time and if you manage to have a really good day one day and meet all your goals But then the next day, you can't get out of bed, and you're having a harder time getting started. The worst thing you can do is beat yourself up, but it's the most natural thing that we end up doing. We beat ourselves up for not progressing fast enough, or not meeting the expectations of, honestly, what we've made up in our head that we think everyone else has for us. The most important thing is to go at your own pace. You know, we we switch our focus and allow ourselves to be our own competition. And it's like a flick of determination sparks up. It's like all of a sudden, we get a glimpse of who we want to be. The person who smiles on their own without being forced, 
the person who celebrates the small victories, like getting up early and completing all their tasks. Even the little things, the big things, the starting overs, because at least you started over and you didn't give up. The person who gets through an overwhelmingly crowded agenda, the person who is strong for themselves and others around them, the person who becomes the shoulder and not the one who is crying, the person who can be knocked down because no one is perfect but gets up every single time. And it's like, man, what an amazing person we can all be. And it can be hard imagining this evolved version of yourself. But really, our imagination can be the motivation we needed all along. It's like when you're a little kid and somebody asks you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And we might say... A fireman, a cop. When my little brother was young, he said a pizza delivery man. So, hey, that's what he wanted to be when he was in kindergarten. But no one ever talks about just wanting to be happy. Whatever that means for you, because happiness can mean different things for everybody. But the most important thing that I feel like you can be happy about is yourself. And that's something that we work on for our whole lives, is just being happy with ourselves. And it's hard because life is hard. But the one thing we have is that We never stop growing up and we never stop learning lessons. So our imagination doesn't die. So if you want to imagine yourself as that amazing person who gets up and just no copyright, but just do it, (laughs) then there's nothing stopping you but you and we can be our worst enemy because how do we argue with ourselves you know how do we convince ourselves convince our mind and body to move as one to think as one to keep going Because once one stops, the other one can't do it. So once your mind is like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm done. What's the point? Everything about your mood, the way your body relaxes or tenses, it's all based on that. You know? And the same idea that When your body is kind of slanted and you're shrugged over, you're not standing up straight, you're not 
paying attention, you're kind of dazed. Your mind kind of conforms to that comfortable position of not being happy, but not moving. It's almost like an emotionless state. So I'm not sure if anyone's heard of the Superman pose. I'm not even sure where I've learned this, but it's when you stand up straight with both of your hands on your waist, kind of like Superman overlooking the bad guys, and inhale and exhale. And it's supposed to be a surge of energy that kind of goes throughout your whole body. It's like all of a sudden your body is ready. It is in a position of power. It is ready to get things done. And that encourages your mind. It That becomes your motivation. And granted, this isn't the only solution to kind of get up and get started. But it's one of those many ways that can help. So why not give some things a try? Even if you feel silly doing them, even if you feel like they won't work, or if you feel like you've tried it all, why not keep imagining that version of yourself? Because the more you imagine him or her, the more you wanna be them. No one gets to where they are just all of a sudden. It all starts with an idea of who do you want to be? And not what do you want to be? Because I feel like that question is so much scarier. Like, what do you want to be? What do you want to do after college? What do you want to do for a career? What's the next plan? What's the next step? It's nothing like that. It's more, who do you want to be? What kind of person do you want to be? And how can you get there? How can we help each other be the best version of ourselves? And I feel like that's where it needs to begin in order for us to figure out the rest. But we will go into more in our next episode of going through the process. So stay tuned and I'll see you guys next time.